Hey, what's going on, cuz? Hey, hey, give me one second. I need to uh, connect to the AirPods. Good, you're good. Take your time, take your time. Okay, so I connected on my laptop this time, so maybe this will help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It you know it's you know it's crazy. It sound it sounds um it sounds a lot more clearer now. So we should be we should be good to go. Okay, I appreciate perfect. your patience. I appreciate your patience with this because I was not expecting this at all. This is actually one of the first times I had like technical issues like this. So but you know, for you know the devil great- be trying it. Yeah, I'm about to say for every bit of greatness, there's always like, there's always, you know, a hiccup trying to creep up. So, you know, right. nevertheless, we got through it. We didn't figure it out. The devil didn't win this one. So, at all. At all. At all. So, uh, like I was saying before, good evening. Good evening. This is your, this is your favorite host, uh, Charles Cotton, coming to you with another segment of Cotton's Live. I have a very, very special um, guest. Um, coming from uh, coming from Los Angeles, California, uh, but she was born and raised in Princess Anne, Maryland, uh, and she is also a CEO of Cotton's Creations, and also she has she is also a uh, a dancer, correct? Uh, actress, actress, actress. Yes, sorry, I apologize. At, um, she is a the CEO of Cotton's Creations, which. Um, she can create any lean cuisine that you want, any meal, any dessert, you name it. She got it. And then also she is a actress as well. Um, she also carries um, two bachelors. Um, and, you know, she's from she's from the area I'm from. She's from Princess Anne, Maryland, you know, and and uh, and continuing to shine and continuing to thrive. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce my cousin. Uh, one of the most successful people I know, Miss Shani Cotton. How you doing today, this evening? I'm doing amazing, cuz. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. Um, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Absolutely. And it's been a long time, so I'm just excited to, you know, be able to connect. Absolutely, absolutely. How? Um, well, let's just start off here. Like, what's what's been going on? What's new? What you been doing out there in um in Cali? Just give us a little snippet of what you've been out there doing. Um, well, there's a lot that's been happening. (laughs) Um, so I actually, uh, moved from Maryland to California in 2011. So I've, uh, right. It's, it's been a long time. So initially, um, my plan for moving out to California was to focus on my modeling and acting career. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so that has happened and I'm in a new season in my life where God is wanting to use me for a bigger purpose um, in terms of helping people to live a healthier lifestyle. Um, I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into that. So now I wear my vegan chef's hat a lot more than my actress hat. Absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's been keeping me very, very, very busy. Oh, you know what? And this, and you know, that that's what's up. I, I'm a, always known, even when we were kids. You know, I you know I used to live at Charles' house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was, I mean, you know, especially like how, like after I believe I remember in 2011 when you had first left, and I remember because Markel and I used to 
we used to uh, hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I was over there. I was over at your mom's house and every single day in, in the in townhouses, Princess Anne townhouses. So trust and believe. Like we we've came from the bottom. You know we know right. what you know we know what struggle is. You know we know what it looks like. We felt it before. You know, and instead of instead of um, allowing it to cloud our minds and to keep us complacent, you know, especially for you, you know, you merged out to California and now you 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 you, you took your business out there and you're constantly, um, you know, looking to improve, you know, personally, professionally, you know, could you talk about like uh, tell our audience like what? What brought you out to California and what made you start the um, Cotton's creation? How did the vision become? Absolutely. So um, Cotton Creations initially started as a YouTube channel. Um, okay. And I still have the Cotton Creations YouTube channel. I saw and that. that yep. was, yeah. And so that was like an outlet for me to be able to share uh, some of my gifts that God has given me. Um, you know, with the world. And so one of those things that I do on my Cotton Creations channel is I share vegan um, cooking tutorials and recipes that I create um, that are, so I specialize in what I call veganizing um, meals that we are already familiar with. So um, thing like, what's something you like that you enjoy? Like one of your favorite? Um, I probably have to say, Maybe like spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. So spaghetti is a super easy one to veganize because, you know, there's, well, you may not know, but there are um, some really great vegan um, ground beef substitutes on the market. And so, you know, swapping out those things in the recipe to create a vegan plant-based recipe. So for those of you listening that aren't familiar with what vegan is, it pretty much means that you don't consume any animal products or any animal byproducts. So an animal product is like, you know, beef or chicken. That's the actual animal. But an animal byproduct would be like eggs. It's not the actual chicken, but it comes from the chicken or milk. It comes from the cow. It's a byproduct of an animal. So vegans, we don't consume any um, animal or animal byproducts at all. Right. Uh, well, that's, I mean, well, that's that's definitely a good definition for those people who don't know that. Uh, and especially for myself, I mean, I'm pretty active every day. You know, I, I work out five days a week and um, I try to um, I've I've actually gotten to a point where I'm slowly but surely cutting meat out of my diet. Um, nice. Yeah. Like I like it. I, I still have my struggles because I ain't gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, still, I still have my struggles because I mean, you got to think about it. You know, I, I grew up my whole life, you know, eating yes. meat and, it, and it, yeah, I was taught. You know, eat, eat, meat meat isn't bad for you. You know, you, you mm-hmm. need to eat it. Protein, protein, protein. But it's like there are so many other options out here, you know, that you can put in your body that will give you just as, just as much fuel, if not um, the best fuel for your, for your body. Because as we know, everybody's body type is different. Everybody, everybody's bodies react differently to certain foods. Absolutely. You know, so... Um, one of the things I wanted to ask too was like, take me through, you know, what made you, had you, um, like, where did you get the, the, um, ambition to say, you know what, like, I'm gonna leave, I'm leaving the shore, 
I'm going to Cal. Like, was California like your first choice, or um, did you have like other options? That I mean, yeah, that's not- a really, yeah, that's a really great question. And um, so what it was is I knew that I needed to. So if we think about this in logical terms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in order to pursue a modeling and acting career, you got to back then you had to be in one of two places. One was either New York or you had to be in L.A. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I knew if if my career in that um, industry was going to have an opportunity to go any further, I had to be in one of those two markets. So I um, in 2010, I came on vacation to L.A. Mm. and we did like um, the Warner Brothers uh, studio tour. And I was just like, they we were going around the studios and, um, you know, looking at different things on the tour. And I was just like, man, I could see myself here. And little did I know, I was really speaking over my life, you know. And mm-hmm. after that trip, I was like, you know what? I really, really, really need to make a move. And so what I did is I went into um, prayer and fasting on it. And during that time frame of praying and fasting, um, there was a job posting. So at the time I was working for Verizon Wireless as a senior sales trainer for corporate. Okay. And um, a job posting went up and I seen it. And my manager at the time, she was like, Hey, did you see that job posting in California? And I was like, yeah, I did. She was like, you qualify for that. And I was like, I know. (laughs) So, um, so I was like, yeah, I was thinking about applying for it. And I don't know anybody. I didn't know anybody in the in that particular office uh, on the West Coast or whatever. So I applied for it. Long story less long, um, I ended up uh, beating out 97 other candidates for that position. And not only that, that position came with a relocation package. So literally Verizon sent movers to my apartment. They packed up the whole place, put it on the truck, shipped it across the country, shipped my car across the country, and um, even gave me money on top of paying for all the relocation. They gave me a relocation like a stipend um, for just accepting to relocate, including a promotion in salary and in title. So um, that right there is enough to get me excited and know that this was a divine move for me because it just lined up just all too well. And so God was working that whole thing out because I knew I needed to either be in, like I said, LA or New York. And this job was in Irvine, California, which is in a neighboring county of Los Angeles. It's in uh, Orange County, which some of y'all probably heard because there's shows out about like Housewives of Orange County. Yeah, stuff. absolutely. So it, yeah. yeah, Orange County is nothing but like a 45 minute drive from LA. So I was pretty much able to not even have to pay to move to LA. Um, I did have to work for the company for an additional two years. So in that time frame, I was putting together my exit strategy on how I could move from um, that job and into full-time acting and modeling. You know what? That is an inspirational story, man. I'm going to tell you like for real, for real, like that's that, that is, that just screams God all over it. It was, and I'm telling 
and I feel like when God has things like in store for you, specifically for you, the pieces so seamlessly and easily. It, yes. it, 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 it's not hard at all. You know, it, it's just like how you were just explaining the whole process. They literally packed up everything for you. You didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. That and all you had to do was have the faith the size of a mustard seed. You know, and ladies and gentlemen, I really hope you're hearing this because especially for my folks who, you know, is still on the shore and, you know, thinking about, you know, like they have those doubts, you know what I'm saying? Of like not leaving or, oh, should I leave? Don't let nobody cast any doubts on you that they put on themselves. Don't don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. Because because right there, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure. um, Did you have like I'm going to say this like the question too like did you have any any like doubters or people who tried to like hold you back and then it, then after that right I wanted to know too with your um with Cotton's Creations when did you know when did you when did it first hit where you were like alright I got something here you know was it the YouTube channel was it like your first catering catering event um like just when was that moment where it was like all right i got yeah so um one just to piggyback off of something that you said definitely don't allow other people to talk you out of what you know that god has given you um the thing is is like god gives us all dreams gifts talents and visions and he didn't give them to everybody this that's why a lot of times it's hard for people to understand and see the vision because he didn't give it to him he gave it to you and so mm-hmm. because he gave it to you you have to be obedient and move forward and 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 just you know even if you're afraid do it afraid i say faith over fear as long as you got mm-hmm. faith and know that god gave it to you if he gave it to you he also qualified you for it so you know do it afraid Okay, so to answer your question about when did I know I had something with Cotton Creations. So after the YouTube, uh, after I started YouTube about a year and some change into it, um, I was like, you know what, I want to make a greater impact in my community, especially because a lot of times, let's keep it real, in the black community, when you try to introduce healthier foods, oh, always come with <laughs> the pushback. They come with the, with the pushback, pushback with the resistance. Oh, you trying to what? What you introduce? Oh, what? That yeah, vegan, that don't taste like chicken. That vegan stuff, that especially, right? <laughs> especially from this, especially where we're from, where you know crabs and yes. oysters and, and and being taught that about pig feet and and chitlins okay, and all chitlins. that. And yeah. scrapple and all yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to one way to try to um give people an opportunity to expand their palate and help them have an open mind, I was like, you know what, it'd be cool if I could do some sort of in-person experience where I, you know, cook some of the recipes that I present on my YouTube channel and um present them to them so that they can try a wide variety of different plant-based dishes um and so that's how i created and came up with the cotton creations vegan dining experience which now i've done what like two officially of under my um 
own. And then I've also partnered with a couple organizations down there, like the Upward Bound program at UMES. Uh, we also did a vegan workshop and cooking class with the Judy Centers in Dorchester County. Um, but the vegan dining experience is where I serve um, seven to eight courses, all plant-based courses. And the beautiful thing about the vegan dining experience is that um, people come up to me sometimes right after, sometimes they'll email me a day later or a week later and tell me their experience, the, the impact that the experience has, has had. So for example, I had a customer that came to the Los Angeles one in July and um, she emailed me the next day and she was like, I just need, she was like, Chef Cotton, I just need you to know that I took these left, leftovers home and my mom ate them and had no clue that they were vegan. And then she was like, I told her that they were vegan after she ate them. And she was like, well, listen, I don't even need no meat if the food tastes this good because I didn't even know it was vegan. I thought I was eating meat. Um so, you know, things like that, just it just really goes to show like I do have something here and the impact that it's having is beyond me, you know, and, and it's very purpose driven. Um, I've also had when I did the cooking classes with the Judy Center in Dorchester County back in June, I had an uh, older lady come up to me and she was like, you know, I just need you to know that. I, I am experiencing some health issues and I wasn't really sure. I knew I needed to make a dietary change, but I wasn't really sure how to go about it. But she was like, after tonight's class, like I really could see myself cooking a lot more plant-based dishes. And so, um, you know, that just lets, like I said, it lets me know that I definitely do have something. Um, I tested the idea February 8th, 2020. Um, and I, I put it on, invited people. We had almost 30 people show up and oh, we, yeah, we got surveys. Yeah, we got, we, we did surveys and everything to get, you know, true, like constructive feedback about it before I decided like, okay, should I move forward with this or not? Um, and yeah, it was, it was well received. And um, at that point I was like, okay, now it's time to go ahead and move forward with this idea. I I highly believe in testing ideas. I don't know if that's just um, the Verizon in me. Because uh, <laughs> at Verizon Wireless, we always tested things before we went, you know, full throttle with it. So um, maybe that's something I picked up there. But I'm grateful for it. So I always test out ideas before I move forward with them. Well, you know, I tell you... Um... In life, you, know, you can't, you won't get the best out of life if you're not, if you don't take risk. Mm -hmm. You can't be, you can't be afraid to fail. You know, like, like, they, because you never want to like look back at your life. Cause again, like, people look at, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure when we were kids, we didn't think that adulthood was going to come this quick. You know, before. Well, you know, some of us was wanting it to come quick until we realized. I, oh man, <laughs> you preaching to the choir there. I'm one of them. I used to be like, man, I can't wait till I'm 18. You know, me I, too. Oh man, I can imagine. I can hear. I can hear. Uh, I can hear Cornita now. You telling her that? I can hear her now. <laughs> like, all right, I can't wait till you 18 either. 
You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just how our parents were. You know, they were very old right. school and like, like very structure and time management. You know, and I feel like that's youth today. You know, like I feel like the technology has taken over their brains to the point where all those intangibles that we were taught are not even important anymore. Respect. Mm-hmm. How to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, professionalism, you know, just like knowing not to be an adult conversation. Like, I work in the school system now. I, I could only, I was at a dollar for every time. Like, I'm talking to my coworkers about a situation in the school, and these kids don't even say excuse me or nothing. They'll just walk right up and just stand right there while you're having a convo. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. um, Man, if I would have done that when I was a kid, we ooh. wouldn't have even dared to do it because we was we, too afraid of what not, was gonna happen. Exactly, man. Shoot, what I remember, I remember when mom used to uh, church meetings at her house, and mm-hmm. it was like, you better be once the adults come in, you better be, you better not be seen or heard. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, but I feel like. Mm-hmm us into the adults that we are now so I just I have to know from who who were like those mentors those people that like pushed you there you know what I mean that had a hand in, in developing you um, the professional and the person that you are today like, like and, and what advice what was the best advice that you got you know, that was able to propel you to start um, with Cotton's Creations, with your education, um, and just uh, even as an actress, you know, even just having the the um, the wherewithal and pursue that. So who were those people for you? Um, I've had many along my journey um, that have had a helping hand. Uh, the first two that comes to mind are my parents um, mm-hmm. because you know, they were there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess in terms of advice, I would have to say my mom, she was a constant just example. She didn't have to say it. Her example of her resilience and her strength have really guided me and have um, kept me on the path I am. And yeah. I know that no matter what, no matter how many times I may fall, I can get back up. No matter what is thrown at me, as a result of her example, the way that she lived her her life, I know that I can withstand the test that come yeah. along on the journey. And I can get back up and um, continue. And so that's been one of my biggest life lessons is just watching how my mom lived her life and no she wasn't perfect um no we didn't have everything as you mentioned earlier we definitely know what the bottom looks like we know what struggle looks like because Mm -hmm. we lived it in our childhood and so but that has taught me so much and um has kept me humble and grounded absolutely and i i gotta say shout out shout out to miss cornita man real talk like she your mother is is definitely one of the nicest, sweetest, most goal-driven women I've ever I've ever been around. Just off of, you know, just again, you know, I used to 
come to y'all's house all the time. And I was hanging around, I think around the time when you uh, left, I was hanging more around Markel a lot mm-hmm. more. When I went to college. Yeah, yeah. And then at home and stuff, I would, you, you know, we would show each other love and everything, but like you were busy doing your, your thing, which I respected, you know, but like I've never, like the resilience that that woman showed on a daily basis, you know, um, was blowing to me and even my mom used to mm-hmm. talk about it all the time because you know your mom and my mom were friends were really good friends yeah. you know what i mean so um my mom used to uh she was actually one of the only adults that she actually trusted to go over your house and stay past the street lights we, y'all's house was the only mm-hmm. house in in town my mom was comfortable like all right stay over there past, past the street lights Everybody right. else, it was like, nah, you better be in, in here by clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's just funny to the, the the to like go full. I know your dad. You know, of course, uh, my cousin. You know, as well. He's one of the one of the um one of the most hardworking men I've ever met, Mister Maurice. Cousin, yeah. one of the most hard. I've ever the definition of a hustler. Like I know okay. you, you, <laughs> serious. Like from the time I was a from the time I was a just up to I remember barbershop consistent there. He'd be out of the way and he would literally have five, six, seven people waiting on him. Yeah. While Rick yeah. <laughs> no, 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 go well, ahead. What were you about to say? No, go no, ahead. I was just gonna say, and and those things have been ingrained in me as um so I talked about mom's example, but I'm glad you brought up dad's example because um dad's example has helped me be able to juggle multiple things uh all at one time and um you know do them successfully. So dad is a school teacher, um mm-hmm. a you know, he's a barber, he is a property owner, landlord, I mean, just all types of different things. And to your point, you know, he goes to work, teaches, and then immediately comes in and starts uh, barbering um, until sometimes 12, one o'clock in the morning, and then get back up for school and be back at the school Monday through Friday and works literally every weekend. Um and so, you know, that also has helped me to be a hustler and grind and um, and be able to, like I said, just put in the hard work uh, on a consistent basis. Yeah, man. I got to say shout out to uh, Cousin Maurice, man. One of the most, one of the, not only hardworking, but in, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like he was the, he was one of the first guys I saw that had those like, like, like old school hard working intangibles but he did he worked smart with it though he was one of the first ones that actually worked smart like yeah and so i i gotta say he um i'm glad that you were able to share that and he was able to to teach also i'm glad I, too it, times i go in that barbershop man and literally my dad would bring us in there we'd be there to see him obviously and he would have like nine, ten people waiting for him. And mm-hmm. have Rick and uh, Mr. Albert, they'd be sitting over in the corner. They have like one or two people. But man, they 
Maurice ran that barbershop in Prince's Ant. He migrated. <laughs> then he migrated out to his house. He got a whole. He got a set up at his house too. You know? mm-hmm. So he really, he. I feel like he worked at the bar out of like choice. He didn't really have to do that all them years. Right. He he could have easily went off and and did his own thing, you know. But mm-hmm. like. Man, I used to maybe be like nine or ten people in there waiting for him. Wouldn't go to nobody else. Wouldn't go to Rick. Wouldn't go to me. They'd be waiting for you. They'd be waiting for your dad. Yes, and would willingly wait two, three hours. Two three hours. Yep. Two or three mm-hmm. hours. Sometimes the whole day. I remember, sometimes the whole day. I remember one time he told me he was like, this one guy, he had 15 people waiting for him. This one guy sat in there from what was it, 10 to, to like 4 p.m. waiting for him? Oh, wow. Come on now. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Skill, pure skill. Pure skill. Yes. Oh, I, I'm really glad that you, that, that you had that influence from both of your parents. For, for different reasons, you know, and I wanted to, I wanted to like really close out here. Once again, this is Shanee Cotton on Cotton's Live tuning in and i really just want to want to ask you to give like what what's what's like the best advice that you really could give like today's youth who who have those dreams but don't have the support you know when i had or you know who have people who are constantly like uh you know turn or they don't have any maybe they don't have a mentor maybe they don't have a lot of positive role models, but yet they know they want to get out, right? So, like, what would be, like, the best advice you could give our youth who want to migrate outside to pursue their dreams or to be better overall as an individual? What would you say? Yeah, so um, for that, I know it's going to sound simple, but I'll break it down a little further, but just get started. Um, Don't make excuses. Um, We're in a a day and age, you spoke on this earlier with technology. We all have access to information. We all Mm -hmm. have access to, um, you know, tools and resources that we once didn't have access to, but now technology allows us to be able to access things that we wouldn't normally be able to. So take advantage of that and get started. And I don't mean like if you're looking to start a business, putting a product out there without doing, you know, the groundwork. I mean, even if you're at your nine to five, you can be doing research. You can be working on a marketing strategy. You can be um, understanding how to start a business, like reading up on those things. Like I said, we have access to the information. So I would say do not make excuses. Get out there and find people. You can find people on the internet. You can find people in organizations um, that are local to you. If you need a mentor that have done certain things that you're looking to do, for example, if you're trying to become a barber, right? Because we've been talking about my father being a barber. Right. I'm, if you're looking to be a barber, see if you can talk to a local barber in your area and shadow them and do observations and have them take you under their wing as like in, a, in like an apprenticeship or something like that. You don't have to 
wait. And the great thing that I like about the day and age that we're in right now is that there are multiple paths to get to where you're trying to go. You don't have yes. to go the traditional route. You know, yes. there's so many ways to get there. So take advantage of, you know, the technology that's out there. Take advantage of the information and the resources that are out there. There's really no reason for people to not be able to do what they are trying to do. Like, even if you're looking to be an actor and you're not in one of those cities now with social media, you can create your own skits and things like that on YouTube, Instagram or TikTok. And people see that and they've put people on. Look at Issa Rae. Her mm -hmm. um, Insecure started on YouTube as a web show. And then HBO picked it up. I had so, See, I, love, I know that. And Insecure yeah. is one of my favorite shows. I, Mine I love too. Insecure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, you can utilize what's out there to get where you're trying to go um, nowadays. So I love that we're in this era where, where you literally geographical location doesn't hold you back anymore. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm going to add that before we close out. Because that was that was solid advice. I'm gonna say this, right? I'm a. You are you who you hang around, meaning, mm -hmm. meaning, that now that we have access, because I can only imagine how it was back in the day, before YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and all this, where you were trying to like there was just traditional way of how to build a business, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Now. There are just like a plethora, so many ways. It's so many cat as the old folks. Mm -hmm. yeah. So many ways to skin a cat. So, you know, right about that. But I would say this too. Even if you don't, even if you're in an area where maybe, or maybe in a place where you don't have a lot of mentors, you don't have people who, that you can really look. I'm going to tell you, in the way, TikTok especially, who like have a content on you know how how to or how to change uh how to change your oil or something like that you know what I mean like you just TikTok is so global to the point where you just never know who you're gonna come across follow you they start seeing your stories and what you're doing next thing you know. You know they're they're out there, and that now your TikToks are now getting paid. Now your TikToks are now gonna they have opportunities to go to YouTube. So I just surround yourself with like minded or better, or better people that are at where are at where you need where you want to go, and you have the opportunity with all these platforms. So even if you don't have an an family member and immediate person or just, you know a family friend or whoever in your circle social media has created so many platforms to where you can reach out and you can find somebody that will take you under your wing you can find somebody that will bring you know and put point you in the right direction you know who will literally information but it's up to it's up to you how are you going to mm -hmm. carry you know, are you gonna, for example, you know, I I could have easily, said, you know what, I'm used to the Eastern Shore, I'm a stay, yada, but I knew from 
I was probably 12, 13 years old. I knew for that area it wasn't for me. And I knew I wasn't going to stay there. So guess what? 2017, I you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go across the bridge. I'm going to take my talents to PG County, D.C. I'm living in I'm living near D.C. I'm teaching D.C. school system. You know, like those are those are things that, and I had a lot, a lot of people when I left. You know, a few, but the few people I did tell who I thought were going to support me just had nothing but backlash. And their insecurities because they didn't take advantage of that. They wanted to cast it out on me, you know. And I won't name those individuals, but you know, block out the negative. God surround yeah people who are gonna propel and elevate you. You know, I will I will say this. I've gotten a lot more support from a lot of uh, and a lot of networking opportunities from my time at UMES when I was going there to the time from the time and even moving up here in PG County. Like the people, the support that people show you is a lot more genuine up here than it is down there. I'm just gonna call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of everybody's trying to go out here and get it. Nobody really has time to be hating on each other. You know what I mean? Right. Because we're all trying to, like, around here, especially around here in PG, PG County and any of the expensive, more expensive areas, we're all trying to get out here and get it and be successful. You know? Right. Because so, y'all have goals set for yourself. Right. Um. And, you know, that's something that's lacking, or at least it was, you know, back when I lived on the Eastern Shore. Not many people were very goal-oriented. I don't no. know if that's changed, but, you know, when you don't have something that you're focused on, then, you know, you're going to most likely focus on the negative and, you know, just try to bring other people down Absolutely. and gossip and all that stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So stay motivated. Block out the naysayers. You know, if you want to do something, if you want to move to Texas, if you want to move to, you know, New York, I mean, just just anywhere on the globe where you want to pursue your dreams, do it. Don't mm-hmm. let nobody stop. You. Don't let nobody talk you out of it. And more importantly, more importantly, surround yourself with the individuals who are going to propel you to the next level. So without further ado, this is the end of the show. Shani, I appreciate your time for coming on and gracing us with your presence and your intellectual intellectual advice on, on um, how to be successful in entrepreneurship and education. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Any last that you would like to say? I know we didn't touch on this, but in every interview that I do, I always like to remind people of this, and that is balance. Because this is something that I struggle with and I'm constantly uh, working on and have gotten better over the last like year, year and a half. But as we are grinding and um, focused on our goals and trying to achieve whatever level of success that we um, see ourselves at, it is important to have balance and also focus on self-care. So I have a a saying that I say, self-care is productive because a lot of times we'll get into these phases of 
um, feeling guilty for taking care of ourselves and not doing something towards the, the, you know, goals that we have set. But self-care is productive because you cannot pour from an empty cup and um, your account needs deposits to offset all the withdrawals. So just just make sure you're taking some time out for yourself to restore yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that. Um, It is highly important because, once again, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Absolutely. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from the guru herself. Self-care is productive. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the show. This is uh, Shani and your boy Charles Cotton, the host. Peace, peace.